Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's go. <clears throat> hello, hello. Welcome to another season of TVT Pod. It's season three. I cannot believe that I've actually done three seasons of this podcast. I've missed you guys. I know that you missed me, but, you know, I had to go away to bring tea that's even hotter for this season. And I'm excited. Um, of course, this season is probably sponsored by Lipton. Today, my guest is a superstar in every right of the word and a heat maker. Um, at one point in my life, he was sort of an employer in my teens. <laughs> yeah, and he's probably one of the sexiest musicians Nigeria's ever ever produced, right? Yes, you guessed it. That's what yeah, yeah, that's what we did. Oh. Welcome to Tea with Tay Pod. Please put your hands together for my Yo. guest. Listen, bro, I'm so, like, I'm so proud of you, man. This is beautiful, man. I love the set. What's good, everyone, man? Thank it's you. It's good thank to be you. here. Thank it's you. good to be here, man. Thank Look you. Look at the answer. now. I know I understand. <laughs> good to have I you, love, my brother. I love the set, man. It's thank beautiful. you. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Hope it wasn't so hard getting, locating the set. Oh, man. Mm. Love it. Love it. Anyway, welcome to TVT Pod. Um, yeah, my first guest for the season, so oh, wow. let's, let's start off. Let's get to it. Yeah. You ready? Uh, are you nervous? Ah! Let me ask. <laughs> I know you. Are you nervous? <laughs> me. Uh, that's right. Okay, now. Nah, okay, okay. Yeah. You know, uh, so you, you've been famous for like over a decade, like since yeah. Kukere, you know. Yeah. You've been famous forever. And that, yeah. and it seems like we know you. Of course. Like Nigerians know you. Oh, but, yeah, do, yeah. but do we really know you? Who would you say Inyaya is? Like, let's scratch that. Who would you say Onoyom? Is that's your middle name? That's right? my dad's name, yeah. But that's a name that's yeah. It, yeah. Who, who's that guy? Uh calm, um, creative, fun, mm-hmm. annoying. Okay. Uh, that's okay for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um <laughs> You know, earlier in life, you like you lost your family, yeah. your dad, mom, yeah. and I think a sibling. My brother. My your brother. brother yeah. 
how old were you when? I can't remember. Yeah, this was probably your teen. Probably. Yeah. How would you say that shaped you? I mean, growing up as an adult, also without your parents and a sibling. I had to find my way around life and just figure out things myself. Mm. You know, obviously. But, you know, I'm thankful for the people that, you know, I grew up to meet, you know, to, they kind of helped fix me too. But when I was growing up, it was just me. It was me and my brother. And right. then when my brother died, it was just me in the streets, just like... Oh, you guys were just two? Yeah, at the time, right. yeah. So who, who helped raise you? Uh, my mom. Yeah, my mom. Because when my dad died, my brother died, it was just me and my mom. Right. And my mom died later. So did you have to leave a family? Did you... My mom died after I won Project Fame. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right. So this was... As an adult. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Tell me about growing up in Calabar. You grew up in Calabar? Yeah, I grew up in Calabar. I grew up in uh, Calabar Nursery Primary University. A street called Palm Street is the longest street in Port Jose. Mm -hmm. That's where I grew up. Um, school, I schooled at the government science school. Mm. Not far from my house there. But my grades were quite quite low, so my mom now my mom was a very famous teacher. Right. When she heard my grades were low, she changed my school. I was in her class. It was over for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Oh, yeah. but I mean, your grades improved over time. Obviously, that was it. That was it for me. Why did you think your grades were bad? Were you were you distracted? Of course. Mm -hmm. I, you know, because my parents separated. I don't know why they did, but they right. did. And I grew up. To hear that, obviously. Right. Like, I just grew up, yeah, your parents are not together, mm -hmm. so. I had to figure things out on my own. And when it, when a child is not, or when a child doesn't have mentors or people, you know, trying to put you mm. in the right places, you're going to go astray, obviously. And I think mm. at some point I lost myself just trying to figure out myself. Mm. Mm. But, so music... Did music start for you from, like, your childhood or when you finally got into, like, your teenage years, you realized that, oh, I can sing? Or How did music yeah. start for you? M music started from church. Right. It's always the church. Yeah. <laughs> I was a choir master at the age of five. The children's choir. Master? Yeah. I was the choir master of the children's choir at the age of five. And then from there, it was praise band to youth's choir. Hmm. To, you know, recording jingles for politicians, to singing at Interhouse Sports, uh, campus, mm -hmm. uh, raves, and all of that stuff. I've done all of that. Oh, so you're, probably, you're famous for singing in Calabar. Yeah, so everybody knew me in Calabar before Project Fame. Right. Yeah. I used to rap, too. Huh? But when M.I. came, I was like, ah, <laughs> You rap? This is where we draw the line, because somebody wrote the raps for me. It was not... Right, yeah, The right. guy just saw me and the first thing he said to me, so you look like a rapper. I can write you some raps. I was like, let's do it. Oh, so you're rapping and singing at the same time? Yeah, of course. But which one did you prefer more? Singing, obviously, because that's, in, you know, that's from inside. Right, know. right. So how did Pro Project Fame happen? Wow, Project Fame. So let me tell you this. I was praying for a platform because I did my research, obviously, and I figured that for you to make it, you know, big in the music industry. Mm -hmm. You don't need a label or you need, you need a platform. You know, you need a team. So I always prayed for that. 
platform to help me take off, to introduce me to the world. And then Project Fame came. One day, there's a place I used to do karaoke. It was called, it's called Channel View Hotel. Still there till today. There's a lady. Her name is Diana Mary and Sam. One day she came to the karaoke spot where I was working and she said to me, I got this form for you. And even if you don't win, I just want you to go for it. And I, I took the form, you know, I started filling it the next morning. I told my, I told the guys at Channel View that I'm about to do this. And they were like, if you go, mm -hmm. don't come back. Like, cause you can't leave our job. And, you oh, wow. and I was controlling the bar basically. So people come to sing. Wow. And they were like, if you leave, you can't, I mean, obviously it's a company. You yeah, don't expect yeah. them to wait for you. Yeah, but business, were, you have to make them what I need, what, what I knew at that moment was that if I didn't win, There's I, no I was not back. sure, you know, I was going to get my job back. So I took that risk. So it was a big risk for you? Big risk. Uh, what do you think Project Fame was going to do for you? Were you sure about like the future of Project Fame? You know, even if you're not going to win, I mean, some people make it onto like the, some rounds that, you know, we can get some spotlights and become artists. What was the plan for you with Project Fame? What future did you think that you have, you had at the time when you went for Project Fame? To win. What if you didn't win? I didn't think of that. I'm being very honest. I didn't think of it. it was it was it overconfidence? Because, like, there were other... There was praise you said. There was it, it, was, it was faith. Let me tell you, it was okay. faith because... I remember when we when they picked us, we were in the academy. And you know when you're in your zone, mm -hmm. you can hear the other guys rehearsing. I was like, man. They're not rich. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, this is crazy. Are you kidding me? You have praise. You have everybody yeah. in it. And yeah. then these are all singers. powerful singers. I'm not even mm -hmm. playing with you. Like, mm -hmm. these are dangerous singers. So I remember just sitting down there and saying, man, obviously this is not about your voice, you know? Because this guy, everybody here is, Can't you know, is, is banging. So, and then I had serious migraine. This is real talk. I had serious migraine, and I told the organizers that they gave me, I think it was uh, one of these malaria painkillers stuff. So I remember after I took the painkiller, I remember writing on the what they call the the paper. I was just right. Like, God, if I win, I'll pay my tithe. <laughs> yeah. And I put 250, because it was 2.5. So I said, if I win, I'll pay my tithe of 250K. Mm -hmm. So I, I just put it, and I put it in my Bible. Oh, I, you, I took a Bible You were there. praying and, oh, yeah. wow. So I was praying and walking. <laughs> <laughs> because at that point, I knew all, it was only God that would help me, because those guys are crazy. Yeah. And when I won, I paid my fight. You did? I did. Because I was going to ask. Yeah, of course I did. Tell me, what was life after Project Fame? Because, you know, you have, you're, you're sort of famous a bit because of the show. Of course. You know, you're yeah. thrown into limelight immediately. The show introduced me to the world. Obviously. Yeah, but this is you coming from Calabar, right? Yeah. And you've never, like, Lagos was new for you. This Brand space new. was new for you. Yeah. What was it like after? You know, you always think when you, you know, it's easy after mm -hmm. that, but I think that's where the journey began. Like, that's where my life started, for real. Because you, I won 2.5 in a car. 
So I can say God was God, God was good mm-hmm. to me, obviously, because that's yeah. how I started. Yes. Some people didn't start with that. But it yeah. was still tough for me because it's all about, you know, headlining your shows. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was tired of, you know, always supporting and supporting and supporting and supporting. So I had to learn what's everybody doing? You know, why is everybody winning? So I started li- listening to the albums that were trending at the time. Mm-hmm. I played them over and over because, you know, I came from a singing show and I, that was when OGs like Timaya and <laughs> then Terry G were dropping Ginger, mm-hmm. Ginger, you know, so nobody wanted to hear you sing at yeah, that time. Yeah. So I had to, you know, find my way around it and those albums helped me a lot. Because yeah. you had one, you had one single that you, were, you really sang. That's Love Truly now. That's, yes, yeah, I won yes. the show with that. Yeah. So it, mean, it meant that you had to change your sound to fit of the course. current yeah. sound at, at your, in your time. Yeah. Because I went, you know, I went to the, the organizers who, I went to see them after a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, oh, you have to do something like Terugia and Tumai. I was like, did you feel uncomfortable with that? Of course. Because, you know, I was thinking, mm-hmm. Let me win this we thing. sang now. Yeah. <laughs> so why, mm-hmm. why do I now have to do something, something that's not so musical? Yeah. But then I learned that you have to be versatile, obviously. And that's mm-hmm. what led me to now listening to those albums and it helped me a lot. Mm. Ubi Franklin. Yeah. We cannot talk about Inyaya, superstar, without mentioning Ubi. Possible. How did that relationship start? Wow. Shout out to Mr. Kelvin of uh, MTN at the time. Okay. So I was looking for a manager. Right? I was looking for a manager after Project Fame. Every, everybody they took me to, they always had the same complaint. This boy to sing. You understand? I just sing, 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 sing. We know they look for sing, 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 sing. <laughs> Bangers. You know, everybody was hit. Mm. So they, they felt like it was going to be too stressful to take me on. And then Mr. Kelvin called me one day. I was like, I met this young chap, you know, he's also trying to, he's very smart, he's trying to put himself together. I think you guys will come up all together. We came and we met for the first time. That was Mr. Kelvin Orifa. God bless you. So Ubi had no prior experience managing anybody. No, no, no. Ubi had been in the industry with Two Face mm. and everybody. So it was, you know, it was coming up obviously. So Miss yeah. Kelvin met him and thought, ah, "You guys, will, help, yeah, yeah, you guys, will, yeah." It's amazing. That was it. Because you guys went on to create like some magic, you know. Of course. When I think about Kukiri, for mm-hmm. example, like mm-hmm. Kukiri is one of the biggest hits to ever come out of Nigeria. Thank you. When you were doing, when you were creating Kukiri, did you ever think yeah. that this song would blow this much? I mean, coupled with the Etigi dance, it was a movement. Like, did you ever think that, you know, after Project Fame, like, yeah. you're still fresh now. So, yeah. you now have a song as big as Kukiri. Mm-hmm. That was two years after, you know. Two years, even two years after, it's still, <laughs> it's still fresh. Why not the streets? Yeah, but Kukiri was, 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 was major. Yeah, of course. Was major. Still, still... Still, it's a classic, you know. Yeah. Still, um, what's your question now? Oh, how did that song come about? And did you think it was going to be this big? I didn't like it. <gasps> I didn't. If you go and listen again, you won't hear my name or anything. When I was when I recorded that song, I had this it's a yeah, yeah, tag. Right. I didn't put it in the song because I didn't like it. Because it was not really you. It wasn't my thing. It wasn't mm. my style. 
It wasn't my thing. You I didn't just, like Kukiri? I didn't like the song. It was it was the list of my faves. Yeah. So how did you not feel when this song you didn't like became I just learned that you don't control this thing. Man. Right. <laughs> so you adjusted. Yeah, I had to recalibrate stuff. There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> so, so every time that you had to perform this song, was it was it always a thought back in your mind? Like, who just perform it because this is the biggest song. But did you enjoy performing Kukiri? Me nearly the money started coming. Me the commercials. Me the outside. Oh, so good. Outside. I love it. And your waist. Your yeah. waist. You know, your waist was one of the songs that all the bad bitches were mentioned. If you're not, a, if you were a bad bitch at that time, and you're not mentioning that song. Come out and be bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Your waist was that song. Yeah. It was immediately after Kukiri. Right? Of course. Tell me about your waist. How was? How did you guys produce your ways? How did yeah. it come about? From because there's too many parts of that song. I'm like, this is so creative. Mm-hmm. How did you guys come about that song? All right. So after Kukiri, you know, that was my first hit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always there's pressure everywhere. There was pressure everywhere. Or more. You know, people literally walk up to me and say, "Are you sure you can top that one? Top this Kukiri song?" Mm-hmm. So I was nervous, and we recorded. Amogi, what's your flavor? Before Kuke. Right. I was like, hey, let's drop this one. And, you know, we played it and they were like, it makes sense, so, but you know, Never enter. for follow-up, you know. Man, we recorded and recorded all the songs. People didn't approve them. So we moved into a new house at the African Lane. On African Lane, yeah. Went there. And we're trying to fix the house. One evening, D-Tunes was playing Kukere. Was playing the loop. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the loop. I'm like, what? And I walked up to him. I was like, can you take this melody off? I took it off. We were left with the percussions only. I was like, what? With my mouth, I just said, can you do? Do, 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 do. The thing about me and Dittins is every time I I make a sound, he knows what to do. He know he goes to the right sound, like he, the right sound. The way I did it, you just find that right sound. He put it. The next thing I called Bassi. I said, Bassi, come, just record your waist. Your waist. Bassi went, recorded. Our friends came in. The next thing, the babes came in. Before we knew what was happening, the whole house, everybody was your waist, your waist. I was like, ah. And I'll call Bassi to the side. I said, Bassi, this thing is going. Bassi said, ah. <laughs> Bassi started singing, Mbogeto, Mbogeto. I said, ah, Bassi, go and record this guy. That's how I was like. Also, Bassi has a lot of vocals in the song. So, yeah, Bassi, yeah. When he, all those sounds, the, 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 the ad-libs, Mbogeto, all that. Right. So, where your waist was basically a group of Friends having a good time at home, yeah, and catching at home, cruise. Yeah, we didn't even, to be honest, eh, we didn't even know that song we were looking for. We didn't know that was it that night. We had no clue. So the next day, you know, Bubi was like, just copy mm-hmm. him for me, copy him. Mm-hmm. Before we know what happened, everybody that heard it was like, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Mad. Yeah. You know, with 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 these songs, 
under your belt, like Kokiria and um, your waist. Mm-hmm. It came with a lot of female attention yeah. at that time. And that time, yeah. you're not even helping matters. You are, you're in the gym wow. every other day. So all the girls, yeah. they caused problem. Was this, this sex appeal, was it intentional or, you know, I mean, was this intentional? At first, it was to look good in my outfits, to be honest. Right. Because, you know, I, I started working out before I got to Project Fame. Right, right. So, I started working out in Calabar. Yeah, all the, all the Calabar people, did they work out? Because <laughs> <laughs> for me, the, I think that's when we had TM Lewin shirts. Mm. I needed broad shoulders because we folded, you know? So, you needed broad shoulders to fold and look mm-hmm. sharp. So, I was like, ah, oh, man, we need to lift this stuff. That was it. It was fitness. And then when... I started hearing uh, show promoters, you know, they started putting it on their on their list like seven seven thirty PM he yeah, takes off his shirt. I'm like, okay, so this is business now. I can't get fat. Uh, <laughs> I was like Oh, because you walked out. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, so now you know, we've created a brand, I can't get fat. So but then again, it attracted a lot of females. Like that attention, what was it distracting? Of um it was. Were you always in a mess with the females? Kinda then, kinda. I mean, obviously because I was young, you know. Mm-hmm. I was young, I got famous where I was like 20, 21, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. I don't the things I know now, I didn't know then, obviously. So right. I, that's yeah. why I had problems with all this. But now you're you're a gentleman, yeah. I'm trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. Um, yeah. So, so like around 2019, I think you and Ubi yeah. fell out. Yeah. What was that falling out about, and how did you handle that phase? Because you guys were two pieces in the pod, you both co-owned the label. It was. It was. Uh, what what cost it? I mean, what cost it? What misunderstanding. Right. Like, understand. We were, we did great things. We were, we were both young, mm. you know. Ubi is a very, very Ubi is Ubi is very, very positive when it comes to making decisions. He doesn't think twice about making moves. Once mm-hmm. he feels like this thing is going to work, yeah, he wants full energy. Activation. Yeah, and I was. I was not that kind of guy at the time, you know. I'm just like, ah. it's misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was also, it was not a fun moment for me, you know, when we split because you know when you and some somebody start something together, and then you guys split, you know, you're going to feel it obviously. And I went through the process, everything I had to go through. It was crazy, you know. P- you know, people will, you know, like it's almost like people who. People were waiting for you guys to split. And then the minute you guys split, everybody said, I don't split now, you go, yeah, man. You know that kind of thing. Wow. So you just learn, you learn brotherhood when things like that happen, obviously. Mm. But how did that split affect you personally? Because at, at the time, yeah. you were, I think you were between labels. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it was, it was painful because, you know, Family will always be family. Yeah. And, and I always say to people, in this industry, if you're not in a place where people love you, the people love you, you know, the same people are going to come for you later. You know, if right now, if you guys are making money, yeah, it's cool. But if they don't love you, if they don't love you, they're not going to forgive you. Mm. Right? 
so it was a crazy period for me. I had to, you know, you know, try my best to manage everybody mm. that right. I met at that period. You know, like were well, there other people like experiencing things, like telling you things that of course, caused... of course, of course, people will come to me. You know, they say, ah. Mm. This and that, your guy. But the same people you see them with beat the next week, turning up. You know, so, so <laughs> that used to make me wonder. Like, did you feel unsafe? Yeah, it's like, what's going on? You know, the mm. same people will come to you and say something bad about mm-hmm. your person. I yeah. mean, you see the same people with the same person the next day. I guess that that happened a lot. You know. That have that happened a whole lot. So so after that split, right? Mm-hmm. You had to do the music by yourself. Of course. You had to. You would. You have to. You went to Maven at some point, right? Yeah, I was Maven and yeah. Temple. And Temple. But it, it almost seemed like there was a downtime. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, there was a downtime. How 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 did you go through that phase? And also because of the church that you had. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see yourself getting into that space where there'll be a downtime in your career? You never see that, no. You so, always think everything is going to be rosy. But then, it, you know, it hits you. It was it was a crazy period. Mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that. It was crazy. Because I and Ubi, we started from nothing. And then we got to a point where we succeeded. When we had our differences, there were people who also felt like, oh, why you go do your guy like this? When Ubi met people, there were people saying to Ubi, why you yeah. said... So, so it, it was crazy. It was a crazy period. But mentally, it was, it was really bad for me. Because even when I started working with everybody, they had to you know, sort me out mentally before we start work. Yeah. What do you mean mentally? So, I, I'm I'm curious to know what, during this year, hiatus and yeah. downtime, right? Yeah. What kept you together mentally, right? Um, You know, did, did people change towards you? Did they treat you differently? Of course. Of course, people, people change. You know, the thing about this industry is when you're not dropping music, people change. Mm. If you get into a fight with somebody or, you know, you disagree with somebody, mm-hmm. the first thing they say is, you wave in the rain one time like that. You know, so... People if, tell you to your face. Of course, they'll tell you. Yeah, they'll tell you. But you see the thing about a lot of people, you know, I can't count how many people looked me in the face and said, it's over. Yeah. Your guys. Yeah. Like, it's done for you, you know? Like, Right then, then you know that not everybody celebrating and partying with you is your guy because when you're going through that phase, it's the same people mm. saying to you, it's over because you guys had like a small fight. I had close people saying to me, any small thing, everybody was like, I'm going to the blogs. <laughs> you know? What, kind of, what, were the, what were those fights about? You know, um... Let's say you're hanging with your guys. You know, you're getting vulnerable, you know, just being real mm. with them. And then the thing about being vulnerable is you shouldn't be vulnerable to everyone. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
what I learned is to go down on my knees and pray and then talk to the people who want to listen to mm. me, the people who are willing to help me. But back mm. then, it was when I was feeling some type of way, I'd mm. call somebody mm -hmm. that I thought had my back. Right. You understand? I'll be like, how far you get? Because you're thinking this is your dog, right? Mm -hmm. And then they'll call you and then somebody else will call you and say, I don't think you should hang with that person no more because I don't like how they talked behind your back and stuff like that. So you think what you tell this person? Do you understand? Imagine saying stuff to your closest person mm -hmm. and thinking that it's safe and then somebody you're not even close to calls you to say, mm. oh, God. So it was crazy, you know? You're back up now, right? And that's great. But maybe we come up, let's be honest, right? Mm. There was a season where you would have thought that, is this me? Like, how did I get here, right? I don't know, maybe money or just even just that thing where, and, and it's such a harsh space, particularly yeah. in our industry yeah. where if you're not popping, yeah. you're not relevant. Of course. I, I've been, I, I had one of those seasons. How did that make you feel as a human being? Hmm, that was crazy. You because know? It's, it's, it's a bit of, it's almost like rejection in a way. Because everybody wanted to be your guy. And yeah, and then all of a sudden, like nobody... Crickets. I was depressed. So I was in court. Long story, back and forth. Everybody was calling me, you know. How are you going to do this? I was in court for a long time. I didn't do shows. I couldn't do anything. I, you know, when, when you stop doing shows, you now have to fall back on whatever you saved or your business or whatever. Do you have saving? Of course. Okay. But, you know, when, when you're popping, that inflow is different. The way you spend that, kind of influence is different from the way you spend whatever you save. Mm -hmm. So I felt it, obviously. I got to the point where I was like, man, I, I need to start touring. I need to... That was such a crazy period for me. Now, mm -hmm. guess what? Two days after my last court case, COVID started. Two days after my last court case, COVID started. I was talking. I was in a hotel that my house was gone. My house was gone. So I was in this hotel. The girls were in a hotel. I was deaf for the longest. It got to one point I couldn't pay for the for the hotel bills anymore. Mm -hmm. The owner, such a, a a great human being. I've never seen a human being, amazing human being like that. He allowed me to stay there. His name is Alaba. He allowed me to stay there for over a year. Because COVID literally caught up with me there. So right. imagine not doing shows. Not having You've not talked for over a year. Yeah. No inflow. And you're in the court. You're in court for the whole year. Mm -hmm. And then finally, it's, it's looking like the court case is finishing. Mm -hmm. Lockdown. I was in that hotel the whole COVID, the whole year. Tell me about your thought process the entire year. I almost committed suicide. The manager stopped me one time. All of that stuff, madness, bro. Who stopped you? His name is Promise. How did they catch you trying to commit suicide? He just, because you know the thing is, 
they had they have master keys and so so right. he was calling me and calling me and calling me. I wasn't picking. He just came in, just used the key. And when he opened the door, he just the first thing he did was take the sniper from my bedside. So things had gotten so bad. I mean, are you kidding me, bro? I know. I'm. I'm just saying that. I totally understand mm-hmm. where you are. I'm yeah. just saying that you know, things had gotten so bad that you considered. Taking of course, because you you know at that point everything was, but it was back to back. You know, from court to police station, from mm. police station to court. While that is happening, you know, you're not making money. You know, you know, you you can't come alive. And you didn't have friends or relationships that could just help you. Pe- those are the people who, you know, what happens. Um, I'll be very honest, right? You know, if you someone, if you're somebody who's been chilling, living, when you go, when you're going through a phase, right? Let's all admit it's not easy. That first stage is not easy to mm-hmm. share mm-hmm. because you're still trying to say, "I can get back up." Yeah. But then it's it's, it's now six months. It's now eight months. It's, you know, it's getting it's getting worse. I have some friends who looked for me and they came there. Boy, Dayma, Jubril. Somebody who really inspired me was Omini. Omini came, came to the hotel every day. You know, it was Omini that would come and say, ah, we need to. Meanwhile, Ubi has been sending people to come and talk to me and say, let's walk. Mm-hmm. When they come, I'll say, ah, no, no, no. Wow. Because I was, I was still feeling like, no, no I was struggling. Angry? Yeah, I was struggling with it. Ubi will send this one, this one will come talk. I was like, no. But Omini, obviously, was Ubi sending Omini. Mm-hmm. But Omini was consistent. Because Omini will come even when I am, in fact, if I lock the door, Omini will party upstairs. <laughs> and here, you start partying upstairs. When I wake up, you see a guy don't need any party just to. Make sure he sees close, me that day. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. It was crazy, man. It was a crazy, it was a very crazy moment for me. Because um, that's when everybody shows you their true colors. That's when people who used to laugh with you mm. stop laughing. And then you're like, wow, Jesus. It's humbling, right? Very, God bless you. Humbling. I'm quite humbly. I've tasted it a bit. That's why I'm, I'm really asking. Uh, like you this. don't want to taste mine, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I they are yours. I don't say you your own curry. You don't want to taste. Mm. You don't want to taste. See, my, mine is bad, man, because you know sometimes people come to help you. That's what, that's what it looks like. Mm. But they actually come in to size you. Is he still doing okay? Yeah. Mm. But they cover it up with help. Like, oh, I, I got I want to do this for mm-hmm. you. That's that's what they say to you. And then once they do that for you, they end your vulnerability. So now you can say you feel like, oh, there's love for me. Mm-hmm. And like, bro, this food you're giving me this morning. Since three days. Uh, <laughs> I never chop. Uh, God will bless you as you bring food. Uh, you go somewhere. Okay. <laughs> 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 La lie. 
No, no, I'm not saying I didn't chop. I'm just no, no, no. I'm example. saying the context. Like, but yeah. that's what happened. Like you know, somebody will come to me. I would complain about mm. somebody instead of them to go to the person mm. and see how they can fix our relationship. Mm. They will go there and say something, something totally different. different. And you obviously developed trust issues at some point. Trust issues. But as in, you couldn't trust a lot of people. Are... Nah. And that's, that's you know, when you are going through those mm. kind of phases, that's the worst thing that can happen yeah. to you. Yeah. Not, you, don't, you don't have to gen- trust people totally, mm. but not having somebody you can de- rely on and say, mm-hmm. yeah, this person mm. got my back. And don't forget that when you're going through phases like that, you're not in tune with your mind. Right. You're, you're, you're confused, you're frustrated. So it takes love that is unconditional mm. to help you get back up. Does it make sense? Yeah. Because you're going to piss whoever is trying to help you yes, up. You're going, yes. to, you're going to offend them. Yeah, yeah, you're going to offend them. Mm. There are going to be times when they're going to say, can we have a drink? And it's from a place of sincerity. You're burnt, you're hot. You're going yes. to say, no. They're going to feel bad. Yes. They're going to do it two, three times. Some of them will you go. give up, yeah. you understand? So yeah. I'm very thankful that I had people who overlooked how you were feeling. You know, how I was feeling and just said, no, 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 we have to, you know, stand by, you know, our guy and make sure that he comes back up. I'm happy you're back up. Thank God. So all this time that you're going through this, Ubi was trying to reach out. Yeah, but because we we had settled though, don't get it twisted. We mm-hmm. had settled long, even mm-hmm. before fans knew, mm-hmm. we had settled long ago. He, you know, he would say passively like, Alpha, I... Because he knows me. Well, before you know, we, all the time that you guys, and I don't say so low-key. Long time. Right. Yeah, long time. We don't, in fact, we don't set away, we say, with the English show good day, he could call me, say, ah, they don't pay for it. We don't, but to walk, to start walk. Right. Then be the thing we delay. Oh, when did, so you went through a phase where yeah, no shows, nothing. When did the show start coming back? The show. The show started coming after the court case. Right. Because I couldn't do shows while I was right. in court. I couldn't do anything while I was in court, obviously. Mm. And when the show started coming, it, it was when, you know, I and Alex, Alex, you know Alex? Alex Kusaya. Alex managed me for a while. Then we started doing right. shows then. But then when I and Ubi started working, we obviously, that's when we started the like and, you know, everything mm. just changed. What made you, you know, after the fight and everything, mm-hmm. what made you confident to come back and say, you know, be, let's try this again, you know? We've always been a good team, mm-hmm. but what made you say, you know, let's give it a shot again? What level of convincing would have done that? I'll say love. Yeah. Because what he did is show love by saying, I know you're still born to it but I don't care we, you know I still got you and that's what I had to reciprocate obviously and that has grown over time mm. what era would you call call this like this phase that you're in now what would you call it yeah I've never thought of that mm. ah well I say I say this is grown and sexy mm. yeah you know why? Why? Because I've learned a lot. You understand me? I've, mm-hmm. These things have taught me a lot. I'm a better person today because of these things that I've right. been through. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've had to, you know, apologize to some people. For what? Because, you know, broken people break other people. Mm. Um, I admit that there were times I was selfish, you know, obviously because why wouldn't you be selfish? Is your career, is your life, is you. But then now I've learned to to manage people and expect them to do the same. I've learned to just coexist. I've learned to understand. I've learned to I've learned what brotherhood means, what mm-hmm. family means. Because permit every young artist to be selfish. Because you also need a little bit of that to succeed. Right. But then you also need people around you, people who love you enough to mm-hmm. call you aside and say, look. I think you should go this way. Go this way. This is not looking good. Mm. And that's what most young uh, artists that act a certain way you don't like, that's what they don't have. You know, they don't have a mentor, mm. you know, somebody they listen to and the person is giving them good advice. So I've literally had to, like myself and Mr. Idris, Mr. Idris of Temple, mm-hmm. you know, I had to go there because Mr. Idris too was somebody that, you know, he he was there for me. He was there for me. I still remember in London, before we started work, I remember saying to Mr. Idris that I was not mentally okay for music. Right. Oxford Street, we were taking a walk, and he said to me, you know, we we can do this, you know? Well, obviously, I was young, and, you know, I... All I cared about at the time was my, you know, this, my career and you know the success that mm. comes with it. But now I've learned a lot. What well, I feel like you sound more grounded now. Obviously. What values do you think you picked up with the things that you went through? Treat people how you want them to treat you. Right. I f- that's it. So you treat people better now? Not like I was treating them worse then, but. That superstar air, but you, you, he's not even a superstar because I'm. I think I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a better superstar now. Right. Then it was not even real. It was just started. You understand? Would you admit that it got into your head a bit? Of course. Who, whose head would you get into? Hmm. You know what? You know what it means. It's street boy from Calabar. President, president sees you say, "Oh boy, this is your song, eh?" And they use them. They, they dance with my family. <laughs> And that time you did gym, so you did work out. Nobody could talk. You know, so it's crazy, man. Mm. It's going to get into your head. Every every young artist needs men. Young artists need good mentors. Yeah. Every creative, every you popular need, person, every public. You know, figure. you can't be an island. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. You need somebody who's going to put you in check. Somebody's going to advise. Somebody who will advise you. Mm. You try it, it works. You come back, you go again, it works. Mm. It's their birthday, you're buying them gifts because they've been giving you advice that saves your life. You know, you need those kind of people. Mm. Everybody, like you said, does. So right now, you'd be a good mentor to, like... By the grace of God. If, any, if I mentor anybody now, like know, this, nah, nobody... Feel, see, anybody where I mentor now, even go listen, because you guys listen to... Hmm. Yeah. So guys... There's a new mentor. So if you need me to give you mentorship, please talk to Temi San. Yes, please send us emails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk, let's talk about one side. One side is yeah. like a 
it's a success story, it's a comeback, you yeah. know. One side re-announced in Yaya. Yeah. How did you cook up one side? Shout out to my team, obviously. You know, we 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 goes around looking for these creatives. Mm. Once he finds them, he'll tell you it's time to work. So it was Ubi who found the guys, Rogelino, mm. Prime, uh, Sugar. You know, we started working mm. a long time ago. And then we were connected. And I was like, we need to work with these guys because they've been mm. sending me stuff and I like their sound. And then we go into the studio and that's how the song came. Was it part of you, because of what had happened before, that was scared that, you know, this might not be the song? Or, you know, even just adjusting to using social media to push, because I saw you guys were doing a lot of dance videos. I'm just like, I'm going stress to pass out. This hustle. See, See, hustle change. Bro, everything has changed. Mm. I'm not lying you. guys do TikTok. See, or... don't do now. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do now. You're a big boy. Don't no, I swear to God. We watch you. Wow. Bro, yes. Bro, it took a while though. It took a while because you know it's not like you don't want to do it, but mm. then you need somebody to just say, ah, bro, this thing no hard like mm. that. So the guys are still doing that to today. Yeah. Like we have to do TikTok. We have to do for me, eh, my only once CEO sends me receipts, say I don't pay in this thing with the go show. <laughs> that was it before. That was it before. Yeah. But now it's not like that. So yeah. you have to walk, you know. I work with influencers, do all of that stuff now. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes when you're working with influencers, how do you do? You just feel like ah, it's not be this hustle with your social. <laughs> no, 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 no. Initially, it was like that because mm-hmm. you know the first set of guys, the ones who came. Yeah. Every time they came, I could see they were nervous. Like, how do I make this guy dance to this? Yes, <laughs> so, yes. Some of them, I have to say, hey. We can do it too, bro. Mm. They say, I don't, there's this dance. I don't know if you can do it too. Say, ah, let's do it. Is it on promotion? Mm. Hey, let's do it. So that's what I've learned to do now. So I'm free. Mm. I enjoy. In fact, these days, I, I, you know, I look out for some of the best influencers, just like follow their mm. stuff and see what they're doing. Right. You know, it's fun. So do you have a TikTok page now? Of course. Happen. So how often do you post? I post often. So you go to jump, you go to do this challenge? I did do I did do mostly dance TikToks. Right. Then you know if I you know anyone I like to maybe I can do with one of my friends who's mm. famous or something. Like, Must be crazy. Well, it's wild. crazy at <laughs> But it's fun. That's where right. we are now. Right. Right. You right. understand? You have to love it. You know, it's mm-hmm. part of you know promotion. You know how much influencers are making now? Just influencing music, Tell me influencing about it. products. You know, so you want to also influence your own. Your mm-hmm. music. I mean, right. who else is going to influence till two? We're still having meetings till yesterday. Uh, made men. Mm. I mean, how you have to do more TikToks? How you have to do? Because mm. that's where everybody is. That's where we are. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. What's the future for Yaya and Made Men? In God's hands, we're doing our best. We're working. We're collaborating. Mm-hmm. We're praying. You know, we're connecting. We're doing everything that we used to do before and we're still doing it. Shout out to Ubi, my CEO. Shout mm-hmm. out to Basi, Omini, Bolu, mm. Dami, Pabs, uh, everybody. This I got a great team. So the family's back? Me. Oh, yeah. I got a great team. 
team team in London. It's a whole lot of people that mm-hmm. I have who just who make sure that I succeed. Deluso, Juan, it's a, I, have, I have family, man. And I, I believe that these days is more is more is more is more of teamwork, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it more is. of teamwork. If yeah. you don't have a good team, it's only as good as your team. See, if your team is not working, hmm. to show people will know that well, this guy's team is not working. So I, I have to give a big shout out to my team for holding it down. You know, sleepless nights. Uh, we shot two videos in one day some weeks ago. Oh wow! I went like two there, music videos. Yeah, yeah I, I went there six a about seven a.m. I left to six the next day. Did your work ethic improve after? Of course. I work, I think I work more now. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. I work more now than before because back then, if you had a banging song, that was all you needed. But now, yes, yes. it's just a, load of, a whole lot of things you have to do to, to be relevant. You know, but your, your story is really special because... Mm-hmm. Um, what my friend always says, like, stars always shine once, but you, sh- you don't shine two times now. <laughs> Are you grateful for that? I am forever grateful to my fans, especially, because they won't let me rest anywhere I went. The whole time I didn't drop music, any and everywhere I went, fans would say to me, go back in the studio. We need more music. And that really encouraged me a lot. Because, you know, it's one thing, not, you know, to drop music and people accept it. It's another to drop, they don't. But I'm one of those guys who has people, you know, you know, requesting for more songs every time, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to my team, you know, obviously for the, you know, all the hard work that they put in. I'm also thankful to, you know, everybody that I offended, that I had to go to and say, look, that phase has passed, you know, and, and we're cool now. I'm really thankful to them. Mm. So I'm really, I'm in a good space where I'm just manifesting nothing but God's blessings. Yeah. Grown and sexy, right? This is what this yeah. era is called. Yeah. yeah. But you know, you can get one question I won't ask you before. Go ahead. Ask feel Kampel, free. Yeah, feel, bro, feel free. You know, you know, they say grown men don't cry, but in your own time, did you, did you, you did this, you just cried. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. There were times. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me, bro? Are you know, am I, I might not a human being. There were times now. You cry, cry, you dry your eyes. But let me tell you another thing I learned. All those things didn't come to destroy me. They came to make me stronger. You need to speak in tongues. No, I'm being honest. No, I, I agree. You know, um, things I've learned. If I went to school, I won't learn those things. But this experience, if I went to school to learn those things, I won't learn. I'll learn, obviously, English, math, and all the mm-hmm. stuff. But I've learned life through these things. Mm. It's quite humbling. And then all of a sudden, you realize that the only thing that matters is relationship. With people that you love. Yeah, that's it. It's time with family, with people who love you. Mm. You know, good times, create good memories, make the best out of every every moment. So all the byproducts of this fame doesn't really hold water, doesn't really matter. 
So like, because I hear you and, and what you're literally saying is that, you know, the fame, the lifestyle, everything mm. is great. Mm-hmm. But family, relationships... It's nothing without family. Mm. If you can't if you can't do all of this and go back home and, and, and smile and laugh with your family, all of this is a waste of time. I'm happy for you. You're really grown. Yeah, it's even it's even it's worse for you if you don't have if you don't spend time with people who love you and then you go through that phase. Because mm-hmm. again, I have to say shout out to my sisters. Right. Or two lovely sisters. Right. You know, they went through it with me and they stood by me. As a matter of fact, one of my sisters, that's when she started learning how to cook. Today, she's, she's such an amazing cook. You know, she had to learn how to cook because my cook left. Right. We started buying food. And one day she was like, that's it. So sustainable. That's it. We are not buying food anymore. So it's crazy how God uses, you know, all this madness, you know, just to fix you. Mm. And I'm very thankful that I'm growing as a person. I'm enjoying the process. Don't get it twisted, though. I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I love where I'm at Mm. because I'm not where I was. So I'm growing. Even though I know there's some people who are stuck on my past, Unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about that till you get to meet me or I don't know how we can fix that. But I, as a person, I'm enjoying every step, every challenge. Everything is just making me a better person. I, I like this new year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sounds so grounded and so grown, you know. I know things happen to people, seasons will happen to you too. To get you to where you're supposed to be as a human being, right? Yeah. Um, the current Inyaya now, mm. right? If you're mm. going to give an advice to an upcoming artist or an artist who's in their prime, yeah. you know, what would that advice be? I'll say, stay where there is love. Right. No matter how tough that love is, even if it's off and on love, mm. even if it's seasonal, However it comes, as long as you know it's love. We know where, mm. and pe- we know the people who love us, genuinely. Yeah. You know who those people are? The ones who stick around when mm. things go bad. Mm. But just make sure that if you're signing a deal anywhere, just be sure that they love you there. Right. Because that's, that's what's going to speak for you later. You're going to offend him. Mm-hmm. You understand? You're going to offend him. Mm. Surround yourself with love. Work hard, man. Improve your skills. Collaborate with great people like you or even greater than you and learn from them. Just live. Mm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound repetitive, but in the scheme of things, in all of these things, and this is also an advice that you have to throw to me because you've been here longer, right? In the scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, beyond the fame, the lifestyle, the affluence and what you gotten over the years, What's the most important thing in all of this? Like, what is really important in all of this? What would they chase? So, left, right, left, mm. and right. Peace so of you, mind. you say peace. Peace of mind. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Peace of mind. That's all the answer that I needed. Peace. Peace of mind. You know, there are times when <clears throat> my peace of mind could make me rude. Right. It could make me disrespectful. Right. It could make me come off as a mad person. You know why? Because 
cost a lot to get it. So in the cost of protecting it, I might just exhibit some characters you don't like. Mm-hmm. But if you achieve all of these things and you don't have peace, then what? You know? There's people praying for cars. There's people driving cars to commit suicide. Right, right. You know? So just make sure that you're at peace with yourself. Like you can just play music in your room and dance and walk into a wine shop, buy wine, and it's for you. Just be happy. Yeah. You just play music, dance with yourself, look in the mirror, see that person and say, man, we've come a long way, you know? And just keep it moving. You're preaching. Yeah, yeah. Offering time. <clears throat> Offering time. Right. Okay, before I, before I let you go, I mean, yeah. I was going to touch on this, right? So go ahead, yeah. You've been active on social media lately and I think the exes are coming back at you, you know? It's crazy. Do you want to speak on the Yvonne Nelson Bruhaha? <laughs> Bro, that stuff is just crazy, you know? That stuff made me lose a relationship. Almost lose a relationship. Oh, like a current relationship? Yeah. You guys need to help me. Mm-hmm. Should, we, should we skip this question? I'm not going to answer the question, but I'm just going to ask for help. Which help? What kind of help? The help I need is you people should help me to settle down. You're not helping me when you people are posting this, like Yvonne cheating, this, 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 this. It's hard for me. Mm. It's hard for me because when you, you see like this one, this book now, I was talking to one innocent girl. The girl is not famous. Immediately that book came out. Everything. She was, she, what? She ran away? She, the girl, she's feeling like oh, I'm on this guy. What have you changed? Are you sure you won't do mm. me the same breakfast vibes? No. So you guys need to just pray for me. I'm praying pray for, for you. my no, relationships. So I'll that pray God for will help me to settle down. Mm. This, even if it's this year. That's what you people need to be praying. That's like you no, now, Kimisa, and your spirit filled. That's mm. something that you need to fast. No, and but pray my spirit is telling me I don't need to rush it. That you know, God is working on you. It's gentle by gentle. Yeah. You know, maybe in, in maybe 2025, 2026, ah, Brienne wedding bells. No, 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 Please give us even if it's 2024, please. 2024, Lord. Holy Spirit, work on him. You have to do it fast. It's, cra- it's the, crazy. The Holy it's Spirit crazy. likes to take it slow, but if you want fast. It's harder for me because it, imagine, it's like, imagine we're not guys. You've mm. not worked with me. Mm. I've not worked with you. We've never met. Mm. And then you just read that Yvonne's book. I never read them. I never read them. Yeah, I never that. read them too. So yeah. we did the same thing. Imagine say you just go read them. I should read and finish the next day. I your sister tell you, say, the love of our life, they come. And are you? And are me. What did was, it, do? was it that bad? I need to go buy that book. Please, you should buy that book. I don't know. I didn't read the book, but mm. I'm just like, yeah. everybody just thinks, I, yeah. I enjoy breaking people's hearts. Yeah. I just wake up and go, oh, that's a pretty girl. We should break her heart today. Wow. Really? But that was the eye of the old now. No, no, no. That was not. If you if you do your research, I never came out to say I was dating anybody. Go and do your research. Oh. I never ever came out 
to say I had anything to do with it. It was always the people coming out to say I broke their heart. But if you think about it, if I was not a yeah, I'm not sure that it would be, be so loud. You didn't understand what I'm Yeah, saying? you know, you're on demand at the time. But what's it? But what is it demand at the time? It was just, it was obvious that I don't know if most of the people I dated, mm. I don't know if, I don't know what they did that for. Because you know me, eh? even if we if we break up, we don't have to be enemies. Right. So I still keep, you right. know, in touch unless I'm in a relationship. If I'm not in a relationship, I'll still Try have fun now. Because you never knew it could work again, you know. But, you know, once I'm in a relationship, I lock up. But that has not been easy. Don't worry. Things are going to get better. Yeah, hopefully your wife would cut walk into your life very soon. I know, I know she's, watch, she's probably watching now. Yeah, so if you're watching right now, the missing rib that he's been looking for, please send us a message. Don't send any messages. <laughs> Just wait till you see me. What if you never... Where would they, where, where they want to find you? Then she's not my wife. You know? No, what if somebody's in, in Calabana and God has... Li- no, 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 heart? no, 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 no. I don't have a wife in Calabana. Calabana will be angry at this. No, <laughs> I don't... I didn't say I can't marry. I just said I don't have any waiting. But you told me to tell the Holy Spirit to bring wife for you. Do you know what he's telling me now? What is he telling me? That he should go to his village. That's what he's telling me. That he should go to my village? Yes. My village? Yes. I'm fine wife. Not from fine. From my village. That once you get there, you see her. No. That spirit is not holy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, please help us sign out. Yeah. Yo, listen, guys. Thank you so much, man. It was fun. Yo, T, I'm so proud of you. It's, you know, I pray for more life. I pray for more wins. Mm. And to the fans out there, thank you so much for supporting me since 2008 till today. It's been about you guys. Thank you to my CEO, Ubi. Shout out to the whole Mate Men family, JOL, Diluso, everybody who's been supportive of the guys sitting now right here. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.